Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, I want to talk about breathing and um, anxiety. We cover breathing a lot here and there, but I had a great question that came in from a listener. So I want to go over this again and share with you my answer to our listener's question. So let me just jump right in and read the question from our listener, and then we'll get right down to the answer. Hi, Gina. Thank you for all that you do. It was such a great step for me to find this podcast. I am from Russia. Unfortunately, they don't usually talk about such things here. I have one question concerning breathing issues. I have found out recently that I am hyperventilating much of the time, even when it seems that I feel calm. I always want to take an extra breath. And after many attempts to do that, my chest gets tighter. I guess this is due to the muscles working. When I concentrate on other things, I stop taking the extra breaths. But then I remember and it starts over again. At these moments, I also start yawning a lot. At night and during exercise, I feel okay. How is it possible to overcome this? I am thinking of breathing practices, but they are all so different. I don't know which one to do. Thank you a lot. And that was from our listener in Russia. I said listener, but maybe there's more than one of you. Anyway, it's wonderful that you wrote. Thank you so much. And I also had permission to read this email from our listener. So what I want to get down to here is that I know You really do feel better when you're exercising because the breathing naturally shifts and to accommodate the increase in your exertion. And with our anxious, shallow breathing, we can't exercise. So it just, we switch into the deep breathing for exercise because that's what the body would do. You almost can't override that. You know, I, I, um, I had this difficulty myself, so I really relate to it, uh, back in the day. I was always a shallow breather. And what would happen to me is that when I would have to run or when I was exercising, playing tennis, whatever I was doing, 
it automatically got deeper. Not because I was trying to make it that way. It's because the body required it and the body will override this anxious, tight feeling that we have. So that's a good thing. We want to remember that. So we want to use exercise to our advantage and know that we can flip into that. And of course, then you don't have the urge to yawn and you're not, uh, you're not hyperventilating. So I always suggest that the shallow breather concentrate on the exhalation. Um, we get all goofed up when we try to change the inhalation uh, when we're the anxious type. So what I mean by that is I know there are a lot of different breathing techniques out there and a lot of different, you know, counting ways to breathe, like breathing in. I'm not even going to discuss them here, but they're all great. But what I think they forget to tell you is this may not be the time to try it when you're anxious. Now, I know there was an app on, it must have been on Facebook or one of those social media sites, and it had uh, a video, it had it showed a breathe in with this thing, it was a really pretty thing, diagram, breathe in, breathe out, and you could breathe with it. And if I were to breathe with that, because I gave it a whirl, I always like to be the guinea pig for things. And I, it would make me lightheaded. Like, and if I were anxious, I would be hyperventilating and not feeling good at all. It was way too fast for me as an individual. It's no, no one breathes the same. So the, what they're really doing when they have these counting numbers, and I'm not talking about yogic breathing and other practices. That's a whole nother world altogether that you can experiment with when you are no longer down the wormhole. Okay. Um, but to get out of anxiety, what is important is more the ratio, right? And many of them talk about that and they say, count for this many numbers, hold your breath and then exhale. Now, really what you need to concentrate on first and foremost is your exhalation. That needs to be longer than your inhalation. You don't need to hold your breath right now. That can come later. You can try these things later, but let's first get you to a place where you are no longer hyperventilating, shallow breathing, tension in the chest, diaphragm not relaxing. Let's get those basic things out of the way first, and then you can go and try some other types of breathing because they won't bother you. If they won't, they won't trigger you into having a feeling of lightheadedness or anxiety. So again, I always suggest that the shallow breather concentrate on the exhalation. We really do get goofed up when we start paying attention to the inhalation. Not to mention that it is the exhalation that is the relaxation part of the breath. So that's great that that's a little longer and a little slower. We want to spend some more time there. So let your exhale be a bit longer and a little bit slower. And then you can let the inhale take care of itself, which it will. And it will, of course, if you have a loose belly or the Buddha belly, as I call it, and let the breath go deeper on its own. And if our inhalation can do that by itself after we have exhaled longer and slower because we've let everything out. And then we want this deeper inhalation naturally. And if our belly is relaxed and it's going deeper, 
It will flatten out our diaphragm, just what we want, because that will stimulate the vagus nerve, which will trigger the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our relaxing side of our nervous system. So let that all happen naturally, and it will. So just give it some time and let your exhale be a little bit longer and a little bit slower. And the best place to practice this is in meditation. We already know that we're going to spend some time in meditation every single day. Even if you're only spending one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, fine. That's a great place to start because we're going to be with our breath. Our breath and our body and our mind. Our thoughts are in our mind. Our breath is in our body. And it is the breath that is going to slow down the thoughts as our breath slows down. It's fine to have a lot of thinking going on. You don't have to follow it. That's the letting go. We learned there's so many layers of medi- in meditation, but right now we're concentrating on the breath. And so we're going to watch our inhale, and then we're going to watch our exhale. And as we're watching our exhale, we're going to consciously be with it and let it go longer and slower. And again, with the relaxed Buddha belly, we'll let that inhale take care of itself. Now, we're going to be in meditation anyway. We're supposed to be paying attention to our breath. Well, at least that's the way I like to have you practice meditation is with your breath. And that's where I'm asking you to put your your attention on the breath just so that you can be there. Keep bringing the attention back to the breath. And another good reason to be doing that is because you can learn to breathe more relaxed. You don't, you can let go of some of that shallow upper breath, upper chest breathing. So spend the time in meditation with it, please. If you're going to be sitting anyway, watch where that exhalation goes. Let it go longer and slower. And I want to touch in on the, the yawning because that was, um, very common with me too. I used to think I was so odd that I would want to yawn at the most strange times. And I wasn't tired. It was so yawning, of course, can be from not having a good night's sleep, um, the night before. But when you're anxious, it can be one of the body's ways to get you to relax, to get you to shift into a different pattern of breathing. It can also be from low iron. I mean, there's a million different reasons. But again, even with the low iron, that is a lack of oxygen. So the yawning is just another one of those relaxation methods that it's trying to use to get you out of this physiological stress response. And I really had this yawning. It was like I said, and it would happen when I was stressed and I was in stressful situations, which is kind of an odd time to be yawning, like in meetings at work. And it was kind of inappropriate, but I could, you can really feel it coming up and it didn't have anything to do with being tired. I had this kind of yawning and I could really feel that my body wanted to take that deeper breath. 
I really got it when our, uh, when our listener sent this question in. I really get you because I remember wanting to take that extra breath or that extra deeper breath. It's almost like you're not getting enough oxygen. And what happens is it's about the ratio of your oxygen and your carbon dioxide. So, uh, it's about that ratio and it gets goofed up. That's why it feels good when we exercise because we kind of flip back into what it needs. But when we're all tense and we're breathing in that upper one third of our lungs, we are breathing too fast and too shallow and it's, it's, to- the ratio is totally off and we don't feel good. We want to take an extra breath. We want to yawn. I felt like my breathing wanted to go over a hump. Like I would breathe, breathe, breathe. And I just wanted it to breathe a little bit more so I could go over this some imaginary hump that was going to make me feel like I had a deep enough breath. And you know what's interesting? I don't ever get that anymore. I don't ever run into that anymore. It was definitely my body responding to the unrelenting stress I was under and that I had been putting on my body with my anxious thoughts. We need to have this deeper, fuller, regular breath and not be stuck in that upper third of our lungs because that's too short and too fast. And that breath in and of itself is physiologically anxiety producing. I've said this to many clients and I've probably said it a number of times here on the show. So you'll forgive me for repeating myself again, but I want you to understand that you can breathe yourself out of feeling stressed. I think I could actually breathe myself into a panic attack if I wanted to. And I I remember telling, you know, I used to have the health food stores in Skinny Atlas, New York. And I remember someone asking me questions about this at the shop. And I was so excited because I recently realized that it was my breathing that was causing me a lot of my uh, extra stress and anxiety. And I realized how much I could change how I felt mentally and physically with my breathing. And I was so excited to, this woman is coming in wanting to buy some supplements or some kind of something to help her. And um, I talked her out of buying anything. I just told her how to breathe. And I was so excited that I was actually able to do that. So we want to engage the diaphragm. This is how we stimulate our vagus nerve, and this will send the message of calm to our brain, giving us a chance to interrupt the fear, adrenaline fear cycle. And we do that by taking those breaths and not concentrating on anything right now except that longer, slower exhalation. And you will watch those the yawnings disappear, the need to take the extra breath disappear, or that feeling of wanting to breathe so that you could get over the hump. You'll find that those will be left in the dust. So I hope you'll give that a try. I hope you won't overcomplicate it with um, different things you have to remember, just longer, slower exhalation for now. All the other stuff you can do after you have uh, exited the wormhole.
Thanks again for that lovely email from Russia. I hope that you will share the podcast with other people there and share your knowledge as you are gaining it. I am sure there are other people that could use your help. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. When your chest is open and you're breathing deeply, it lifts your spirits. And that's from Mandy Ingber. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.